0: Hey, everybody. It's Craig Weiss, the amazing e-learning roadshow coming to you from southern Arizona, about 60 miles where I live, about 60 miles south uh, north, actually, of the border of Mexico. Today, an exciting session. Uh, now, it is the top 10 learning systems for 2021. And I present them every year on my blog in January. So January at the mid-January, boom, it comes out. mid January, boom, of 2020 and 2022 it comes out. And it's been on uh, based on an extensive set of criteria. You can if you bounce over to my blog at elearninfo 247com you can go ahead and uh, read the top 10 learning systems for 2021 and see all the amazing criteria and everything uh, that goes through there. First and foremost, this is not pay for play. I never do that. Secondly, uh, the vendors in consideration for it, uh, we're sent a packet. And, uh, based on that information, they did not pay a submission fee or an application fee or any fees whatsoever. It's, it's totally independent. I look at over 1,300 learning systems around the world. That's a lot. And of that, I see, you know, I monitor everything. I see about 300 of 400 systems a year. I see them from all over the world and many more kinds of pieces and so this is 100 percent independent it's honest it's fair and there's always people that say well you know my system deserved to be on there what about this grid from so-and-so or this company from so-and-so and they have different vendors than you have and why is that and i always say look Everyone does a different methodology. We're not robots here. We don't all work for some giant conglomerate and everybody has the same. It doesn't work that way. Everybody has different methodology and different things. I mean, you can go on Forbes and they'll have best places to live and then you'll go on some other side and they have different best places to live and nobody ever says, well, how come they're not the same? So. Uh, Mine are not the same. Um, Look at totally different uh, factors and pieces. And so we're going to talk here today about the top 10 learning systems for 2021. And and I'm going to be honest, as the year is rolled out, I can already tell you that certain systems that are in this very likely come 2022 will not be in necessarily the top 10. Maybe they're higher in the top five, maybe they're not. Some are in the top 15, We'll easily drive into the top 10. And there's always a wild card. Somebody that comes out of nowhere that has some amazing stuff. You may never heard of them. It happens. That's, what's great about the top 10 is because there's going to be systems out there you may never heard of. And so instead of looking at a limited view, my goal is to get you look at an expanded view an expanded view. So let's jump right into it. Now, number one is EdCast. Now, this is not for Spark. Rather, this is the EdCast platform. They call it today EdCast XP. With with whatever you're doing, Spark or XP, um, you're getting that marketplace, which is consisting of third-party content Fee-based. You pay a fee for it. They're not giving it to you for free. The content, the marketplace, they're giving it to you for free. You're going to find probably some free content out there with TED. They surf, they scrub the internet, Uh, EdCast does, and brings in content. It's always the free stuff, articles and and whatnot, Uh, videos, etc., based on whatever criteria. But XP comes with sort of what they call an LMS Lite. It's mainly a lot of classroom management functionality. Although I admit uh, here in in, um, dealing with COVID and thereafter, I'm not really seeing a lot of ILT making a comeback. But that being said, there's a variety of those kinds of things. And then they have service management, like a vendor service management. Um, you know, first they have vendor management, which I wouldn't pay as uh, long. story what it is. And I never, I, it didn't even make any sense to me. Um, but then they have service management. They have, this is for XP. They have customer Academy. So they're now doing, uh, playing in the B2B and B2C space. But at the same time, XP is just borderline talent development platform. I think, um. The metrics are are solid for it. You can buy an add-on or a bolt-on Domo, which is a business intelligence tool. The nice thing about Edcast XP is they'll do extensive customization. That's not something that a lot of vendors do today, even in the the cloud-based world, SaaS world. Um, Some of them actually did it in the mid-2000s, but nevertheless, we're not going to go back there. and then they uh you know do a variety of different things they've got the like i said the customer academy they've got um their they have e-commerce and if you want to use it as your payment processor you can so that's kind of a little bit different um always check the latest of their fee or percentage for point of sale services um you know this is at the end of the day i think um again, borderline talent development platform. You can choose it that way. Um, It has where it's skills tied to job roles. It has an extensive skills library and job roles for that uh, piece. And they base it on a couple of factors. One, they base it on their own competency model that they've built. Two, from clients, they get their skills and job roles through that. Three, I believe they get a little bit of linkedin uh data but the big one is they're coming through it's either emsi or burning glass or the combo of the two honestly uh, something of that nature which is constantly updated and maintained which is what you want with a skills library job role you can also edit those you can remove them you can put in your stuff right i mean you're not going to find like chief happy officer in these things i think uh so there's a lot there and tying it the add-on is career mapping which is now where you can tie this in and this is where if you do the add-on you're you're pretty darn close to a talent development platform i'd say you are if you put that piece in there if you choose not to then you're sort of this combo LXP LMS piece um, in there as well as a skills platform. So for me, the big wins, great layout, this system sings, it's easy to use, figure out lots of content out there, including plenty of free content assets. You know, I love their bookmarklet extensions, fantastic. You add it to your browser, any browser, and then the content that is associated to what you're searching for in the browser will appear in boxes at the top of the browser. I love that. You know, the metrics on the back end is good. I found Domo, you know, a part of this advanced um, analytics UI and UX wise needs an overhaul. Um, but that's a third party bring brought in. The Edcast is nice. Mobile app and capabilities are fantastic. It mimics what you see in the Edcast platform. MS Teams mimics the EdCast platform, so you never have to leave it. I know there's this thing about Viva Learning coming out and how it's fully deep integrated in MS Teams. I'm going to tell you something. EdCast's deep integration in MS Teams is just as good, if not better. Now, could it happen with Viva? Sure. But today, it's far superior. And I've seen a little bit of, I mean, I've seen theirs, obviously. And uh, it mimics, and what's great about that is if you're using MS Teams, you never have to leave MS Teams. You can stay in MS Teams, which is Microsoft Teams, take your EdCast content, do everything you could do in the platform. This is for XP, by the way. And then you can, uh, the metrics get pushed back into the platform. So I think that's pretty cool. They may be able to do it for Spark. I admit I was focused on XP. It's a feature-rich system. Number one next-gen learning system for 2020. Number one LXP for 2020. And for those seeking only an LXP, um, please note that the LMS light functionality, uh, which I think is more stronger. light, I think is a bad term, is essential. You know, a place all in B2B, B2C, it offers multi-tenant. Highest score on my feature template of any vendor in the rankings, and we're talking over 240 items. Strong, of course, for enterprise and large enterprise. If you're seeking 999 users or under, then Spark is going to where you're, they're going to push you. Um, XP is really heavily tried and pushed to large enterprise. We're talking 10,000 or more, but you could take less. Look, I'm not a fan of how much they charge for a custom domain. It's outrageous I want to buy it um, yeah I'm not gonna tell you how much it is but I'm gonna tell you uh, it's by far the most expensive I've ever seen and I've been doing this since the late 90s uh, and by the way there are plenty of vendors that do custom domains that Now it's 50 bucks or they throw it in. They explain to me why they charge for EdCast deals with their tech stacks and whatnot. I won't bore you with that. Anyway, let's jump back in. Number two is thought industries. You know, if you want the best learning system for B2B, B2C, customer education, partner training, this is it. It's the number one system for customer education. Feature rich that matches exactly the need for this market. Uh, Focuses only on the market, the customer edge space. So you've got to be about 80 to 85% plus. And that's why they know it one way inside out and love the system. Multi tenant includes this thing called Panorama, which I love. And I think it's the best one out there for a multi tenant. Multi tenant is what we'll call a parent and child. Some people use the old school legacy term extended enterprise. I mean, there's so much you can do here with it and the level of branding even carousels on your customer sites there's just a lot of extensions functionality ui ux is at a rocket level implementation time frames are rather short Um, again something extensive custom fig level is a different story um look they need a mobile app and right now you have to go through the mobile web browser Now, will they need a content marketplace? I think by, you know, the end of 22, I believe yes. And that's not because there's a mass need there in the customer education space. Rather, they're going up against combo systems that play both heavily employee and customer about 50-50 or 60-40. We're in the customer education space. It's about 80-20, 85-15. That's on the customer side, um, 90% and, and whatever. It incorporates the thought industries is one of the few systems out there in the market today. And there are some Um, that includes a video skills validation with digital coaching and scenario based, i.e. role plays. Fantastic. The metrics the person can see, the learner can see right afterwards is, is wonderful. It helps them. It builds It develops. This is something you want for customer education, a great mentoring option. I mean, we're talking about unique value potential here for your customers. I mean, if this was, uh, if I was looking for a customer training education system, and I, I did that as under my role when I ran training at a bunch of companies, and I focused on that space heavily, I wish this system was around. I'd buy it. Number three, LearnAmp. You know, it's part LXP, part LMS. I think they call it a people development platform. Um, look, it has the bookmarklet extension. It can mimic within MS teams. It has e which they don't charge. I take it back. They don't have e They do not have e I apologize for that. Um, but they can integrate that. So if you want e-commerce, you can get that integrated. It's got an improved level of analytics and reporting. It continues to take charge and own for the UI for learners and administrators. UX is strong to boot. Um, Content marketplace has more enough for folks. I'd like to see more providers. Um, If you're a fan of Go One, that's in there. Um, Implementation time is fast. Best for people from 500 to 10,000 employee level. Um, It can handle clients up to 100,000. Enterprise strong, lacks of a mobile app. And yeah, they do know my feelings for that. Number two, LXP for 2020. Um, you know, there, there's some skill development feature sets are there and playlist angle too. They're going to add way more, the metrics that the learner can see is wonderful. The metrics that you see as the administrator are very good and they continue to develop more and more around the metrics. They're going to be coming out with robust skills capabilities, including the skills and job role here by the end of 22. I'm um, sorry, by the end of 2021, I'm jumping ahead. You know, if you're debating between LearnAMP and Docebo, which is spelled D O C B O, LearnAMP is the better option. Number four, a cross knowledge learning suite. Look, this is an ecosystem which includes the learning piece, the content marketplace, and CK Connect. At least it does today. Um, I think CK Connect is pretty cool. It's sort of a pre validation, which is the term I prefer of assessment. Um, it uses whatever personality, uh, test they, they developed. Um, if you're not a fan of those, I totally get it. I admit that I today am not a fan of personality validations just after I watched this amazing documentary on HBO, but nevertheless, that's CK connect. And, and that's never here or there. Um, you know, cross knowledge for whatever reason, it's very big in, in Europe, but it doesn't, it's not big in the United States. Um, I'm sure there's a variety of factors for that. Uh, and it's a shame because it really is not a, a nice system. Mobile continues to rock. Skill management feeds are and, uh, are good too. The backend analytics and metrics is second best I've ever seen in the industry. Uh, Fuse is number one, in case you're wondering. I mean, this is what metrics are all about. Metrics that matter to L&D and training. You don't see views in there. Views tell you nothing. You want KPIs, it's in there. You want that deep level of metric segmentation, it's in there. You wanna tap into a business case, it's in there. Use cases, it's in there. This thing is like metrics on steroids taken to the next level. It's fantastic. And data visualization, wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And it comes with the system. You're not paying extra for that. That's why I really like it, it's fantastic. Uh, they're in the leader grade for next-gen feature functionality. Support is good. Implementation times are overall good. Yes, they do extensive configuration, which always is going to lead to longer implementation times. Um, plays really well with employees, and you could easily go B2B and B2C with its capabilities. Cornerstone learning. Yes, I already know. You're saying them. They're traditional, they're this, they're that. And I say, you know what? Google has been around since 1996. uh, So what's your point, right? No one says Google is a search engine traditional. Uh, So there's that. Look, Cornerstone Learning is a full ecosystem. They've got Cornerstone Develop uh, coming out, new features this this summer. They've got Content Anytime. Uh, that's their content marketplace It comes with the system. They've got a unique way, you know, you buy, if as a client, you can choose to buy, um, all the publishers are in there, uh, that are with cornerstone and you buy for the access for the whole, uh, platform and all the content that's in content anytime, or you can buy, buy bundles and whatnot. Um, so it's not just the individual publisher. Uh, that's pretty cool uh, kind of piece in there. Look, it's the number two next-gen learning system for 2020, which tells you all you need to know about features and functionality. In fact, it's uh, one of the top ones for my tier four, which you can read about on my blog. The UI UX on the front end is good. It continues to get better. The weakness, as <laughs> admin side. It needs a read vamp, and it's too cumbersome. And actually... Um, Yeah, it's just too cumbersome. It it needs a revamp. I think the metrics and segmentation is is nice. It needs also a new overhaul. Feature-wise, this is an extensive system. Skills management is elite. Um, They lack that video validation, digital coaching, and uh, scenario, based. That's kind of a bummer. Mobile is good. Implementations uh, times. This is where it gets a bit weird because... It will depend on the Cornerstone service partner. But generally speaking, under three months, even two is doable. Uh, extensive configuration is another story. If you go with Cornerstone in the US, you'll want Blue Water. Uh, you can tell them, I want Blue Water as my service provider. Um, and you ask for them by name. You know, support in the past hasn't been great. But in 2020, vastly improved and everything points to a good path in 2021. The system is geared for employees, although they want that B2B, B2C space. Their play in, uh, you know, now they have, now they play in small enterprise, which is five hundred nine to 999 and uh, small business. So the days of only wanting solely large enterprises is gone. If you want it as a talent development platform, you've got to get Cornerstone Learning cornerstone development content, anytime and cornerstone careers. So you need the entire four pack to be a talent development platform. Uh, you know, if they want to get rid of the moniker of being seen as traditional, they need a rebrand of something. It could be something by cornerstone would make the most sense or they have the rebrand and then and noting that it's by cornerstone or something. I think if they do that and give something fresh, and uh grab your attention it, it can do wonders and it, it will kibosh that sort of moniker that stigma of him being traditional which is too bad because it's anything but traditional hey everybody it's greg weiss we're back to the amazing e-learning roadshow took a little bit of a breather normally would have some music in there but nah. Uh, you can just pick your own music And let's jump on to that continuing for the top 10 learning systems for 2021. Number six is SAP Litmos. You know, I'm going to once again restate this. They can handle very large enterprise, 500,000 or more end users. And no, I, I still don't know why SAP always pushes success factors over them when it comes to large enterprise clients and learning. Secondly, SAP Litmos and Success Factors are two different products, two different systems. As I said to one reader, it's like comp- comparing a luxury sports car to a Model T, and SF-, SF is ladders. That's Success Factors. I mean, if you want agile, high performance with feature sets, they also have that video skills validation uh, component that's in SAP Litmos. That's not in Success Factors not to my knowledge at least, AI playlist, skills management, slick UI, and UX, this is it. I mean, look, the one thing I don't like, and it's something new that they've been doing with SAP Litmos, if you will say, is that now when you want to be on a call or you're interested in SAP Litmos, you have to have somebody from SAP, the the platform itself, which, you know, many people would have heard to back in legacy days of an ERP. Um, now they've obviously gone much f- further and changed it um, and offered a variety of things for that. But that person has to be on the call too and be involved in the email threads. I'll be honest, it's weird. And it sort of leads to sort of where I think it's going to go, but I'm not going to say anything just yet. Uh, I think you know where it's going to go too but uh, as it relates to it and tied to SAP or you know whatever look if i was sap i would kabosh i would use success factors just for an hcm purpose or an hrs which actually they do that anyway they have a learning piece that's the success factors learning i would replace that and put it as sap litmos and just rebrand it you know look the metrics are not great on sap litmos which is a bummer because they used to be really good and now uh, it's actually the one piece i I just don't like they they need an overall they need better metrics because it is a next-gen system it has that piece there i mean you know this was a wonderful system i mean the e-commerce is kind of basic they've always had some challenges there This is a system that plays heavy on employees. They do get, though, the B2B and B2C space and customer education. They get it. They're a combo system. I think they edge more towards employees. They have multi-tenant. They have the whole thing about the skinny and branding. You can get this system up and live in in less than a month. So you can do all these things. Um, But... You know, the built-in authoring tool is uh, very light to say. I mean, look, no built-in authoring tool on the market is going to be able to mimic a storyline or something of that nature. So if you think that, that's definitely not the case. But, um, you know, it's going to work for some folks. Um, I think there are plenty of, you know, um, SaaS ones out there that will fill the build. You can get Domino One. Um, uh, out there, there's ULICIT is there too, you know, their validation tool, again, that's my term, instead of assessments, learning paths, learning environment feature sets are all there, and skills management's good too. Number seven, Absorb LMS, this is another ecosystem with more than enough for all, know um, there's a lot here that you can do, they've got Create, which is their new authoring tool, they've got peerpoint which is that video skills validation piece they've got that they've got inspire which is like their LXP and again they have the, the platform itself the LMS it's a complete ecosystem it's got skill management feature sets it's got the content marketplace with third party and free content and play law, you know playlist they're also now creating you know very uh, finding providers that are very niche too. So, if you're in the medical care industry, they've got content specific for that. I think that's fantastic. It goes beyond just stuff you can get everywhere. Um, you know, this is the whole thing. They've got Engage, by the way, that's another piece. Um, and, you know, if you want to split it off, you don't necessarily need, uh, you know, the LXP piece. You can get all that anyway. Um, you know, Inform is their top-tier BI analytics, and it's something I would use with the LMS. UI/UX for learner and admins always been awesome. They offer an electronic signature on a mobile device, which is not common in the industry. In fact, many systems lack digital signatures. Period. So, if you lack that, I mean, right? Well, you're not going to have that in the mobile, but they do. They have it. Compliance is quite good. Multi-tenant, this system plays nicely in BWB2C. They compete. They do very well against Docebo. Again, that's D-E-O-D-O-C-B-O. Some people pronounce it Docebo. The correct name is docebo and similar competitors so you know if you're looking in a similar competitor box you know what would be the three there i would say you know there's obviously absorb lms there's docebo they compete against there's sap litmos that they compete a bit those are their top two there's cornerstone they compete against but i really believe you know if you're looking on the similarities and that's not a good word to use but I tend to find that people that look at Absorb are also looking at SAP Litmus. They're also looking at Docebo, for example. They also might be looking at Thought Industries. Um, If they're going on the customer side, a skill jar would definitely be in there. Fast implementations uh, times. So this is a system you may wanna consider. And here we come, number eight. So absorbers number seven, number eight, Docebo. And as you can see, there are a lot of vendors who compete head and head, head on head with Docebo. Uh, you know, it's an LMS. They advertise themselves as everything SAP, uh, which is SCP. Uh, sales enablement platform, I can tell you right now they're not because a sales enablement platform needs certain feature sets that tied to sales enablement. I mean, like sales CRM, so that's what's in a sales enablement platform. And of course, the content is there tied to sales training and whatnot. And it needs sort of like a video skills validation piece, which today they do not have. And Docebo has now launched a learning suite. So when my rankings came out, that wasn't out, but now it's the Docebo learning suite and it's made up of four pieces. And it's going to get a bit confusing here, but I'm going to try to do my best to go through it. So you've got Docebo Learn. That's the LMS, right? By the way, you can buy the Learning Suite as a whole, uh, or you can buy bits of it. So it's got Docebo Learn. That's the LMS. It's got Create, uh, not Create, sorry. It's got Docebo Content, which is the Content marketplace still, that was always around. So that's just a rebrand. Um, it was their content marketplace to begin with. It's heavy, of course, fee-based. Dochebo makes some free content you can get, but it's typically fee-based. They have go one on there, LinkedIn learning on there, open sesame on there, for example, and you know, so when they advertise 280 something publishers, they're really what they're really saying is that, you know, Go One, for example, has got, I don't know, 80, let's say, Open Sesame has got like 70. Now you can see kind of where this is all coming about. And so you have those kind of pieces. Um, look, they're non-LXP or whatever else that they have in there. Anyway, so they've got those two pieces. Then they've got this thing called Shape. Um, this is uh, You know they spin it well. I think on you know creating content or editing content, it's not an authoring tool. And, and don't go into this hype of where an authoring tool takes six months or longer to create content. I don't know what they're referring that to. I guess authorware from 1998 or 99 or Dazzler Max. Uh, most people use authoring tools today. If you if you want to buy a third party authoring tool and you want to create something quickly in under 30 minutes, you can do that. If you're probably in a boutique shop or you have a background in instructional design or e-learning development, yeah, it's going to take longer, but it's whole completely different. Those latter folks are not going to be using uh, shape. It's not going to happen. Then they've got this fourth piece. I don't want to mess it up here about what their fourth item is. So, do, do, do apologize. It's called learning impact and it uh, measures the effectiveness of your learning programs. It's uh, a lot of metrics and and pieces tied around to that. So that's in what that is. And so you can buy all those kind of four pieces or you don't have to for that. Now, I think the bundle wise, it would be to learn and um, and the content because you really need both of those. I mean, right. You need the content. Um, again, it's third-party content to go in there that makes sense. Now, you can buy learn separately, but I, I think you're going to want to have um, the content piece. And uh, if you want coach and share, this where it gets a little confusing. If you want coach and share, that's still an add-on for Doceable Learn it. It's not included. Now they may more you know bundle it for a sell. But it's, it's tep- typically an add-on. Now, if you've received proposals from Docebo, say, in April and before that, I recommend you contact your account executive at Docebo, and they will give you a new proposal if you want it for the learning suite and all those little pieces in there. Um, they're going to have other pieces come out throughout the year. You know, I hear a skills piece is going to come out, a skills, you know, management, development, and building a piece that's likely to come out here before the end of the year. And they've got other things in the works. I wouldn't be surprised if they have some type of an advanced analytics capability or validation. I mean, they acquired ProMetrics for a reason. Anyway, let's bounce on to them. UI UX for learners has always been a big win for Docebo. It continues. The admin size is nice, uh, but it's very dated. It needs a major update, um, which has always been surprising to me. I mean, it looks like a, a, I've, sworn I've seen the same thing two years ago, three years ago. And as a result, the metrics sort of have an issue there. I mean, the metrics they show for the learners nice, but the overall metrics is it really there? I mean, look, they're going to change that. There's no doubt in my mind at some point, but they need a rehaul on that admin side. Uh, again, we've talked a little bit about things, you know, I like the coach and share module. I've always liked it. They spin in, I think in one of the proposals I saw is social learning. I'm not really sure about that. Um, and, um, You know, so there's that kind of piece. They kind of follow the Cura format um, for it, but they also have where you can pick your experts. I think that's really good. They have a subscription bundle piece. They have e-commerce. You know, the roadmap track record's been mixed, which is a shame. They can do their combo system. They can do employees or B2B, B2C. Uh, you know, for that. Number nine is Fuse, another ecosystem in the mix here, LMS with LXP functionality. And see how we spun that. Uh, You may call them a digital learning platform. I think they're a learning suite, uh, learning uh, ecosystem. Skills management in the past has been a weak spot uh, for me, a weak point, but they have... They have and they continue to add more and more functionality around skills management, uh, which is dealing with skills building and development and skill ratings and skills tied to job roles and everything. That sort of stuff is going to come out towards the end of the year. They go with sort of a different look on how ties everything wraps around uh, communities and they have a lot of features and functionality that's coming out. They're number one for metrics and data on the back end. Data visualization is massive here. This is really what they've done is they've taken a BI tool, a commercial BI tool, and that is the back end of their analytics. You don't pay extra for that; that's included, and that's why it is just unbelievable, unbelievable. It's it's phenomenal. Um, data visualization is fantastic. It's everything you could want on metrics, in my opinion. UI UX learner side is good. Admin side is very good. The whole community's piece is wrapped around the learner side is a big getting used to, which, you know, I can see if someone doesn't buy into that, they're not going to be a happy camper. Um, Fuse does provide data showing higher level engagement of the community. So there's that. Uh, look, it's heavily skewed to employees, They uh, play well in B2B and B2C and work for many folks wanting customer education training with a different take. Uh, Today, they don't have e-com because they've been playing heavy employee. Uh, But again, if you wanted to use a third party like a course merchant or something, you can. Digital coaching exists, and there are a lot of integrations with Slack. Teams is on the way. Number 10, it's a tie between D2L, Brightspace by D2L. And Scooks. and Scooks is spelled S-C-H-O-O-X, that's S-C-H-O-O-X, so they pronounce it Scooks. You know, D2L is a very robust LMS, and what I rate here the number 10 is I'm tying this towards the corporate market. So corporate, associations, that is where I'm putting this version of D2L. Uh, video assessment, uh, I'm sorry, video <laughs> skills validation platform component with digital coaching and scenario-based learning role role plays. They've got it. It's a yes. Skill management feature sets. Yes. Strong admin side. Yes. Feature strong. Very strong. That's what surprises a lot of people. They've got the marketplace too, the content marketplace. Again, partners or partnerships publishers and that are fee-based and free. They're number one in the association market for 2020. So they can play well with B2B, B2C. They're multi-tenant. They can also do the employees, of course. So they're more of a combo system. You know, look, they need a major update on the learner side, UI and UX. They're aware of that. Um, So if that can get updated and that's where it goes here. Uh, Metrics. Overall, they've got them. They're solid, but they're average. They need an improvement. Skooks. This is one of the systems to watch in 2021. And look, you know, people always ask me, who's going to be the next Dochebo, Who's going to be the lightning in the bottle that just, wow, everybody. This is it. It's Scooks. I'm telling you right now, write it down. Put it somewhere on a piece of paper. Talent development platform. This is a talent development platform. I want to be clear with that. It has e-commerce. Um, it's not super strong e commerce. If they had it, they could play in both, which I didn't think any talent development plant would, would do. They could pull it off, uh, but they need that robust e com if they want to play there. Uh, you know, they don't really need to because they're a true talent development platform. They have all the things that make up a talent development platform. So, which is learning as the primary content, they've got a strong third party content marketplace. Skills tied to job roles. They do that. That's huge. You've, that's what makes part of a, a talent development platform. And skills tied to job roles to opportunities. Opportunity could be somebody applying for a job. Um, you actually are, They're not a recruiting system. You're not going to find that in there. You're not going to find a job bank in there that connects to whatever you're using. That's how talent development platforms work um you know and they have the the key features around there uh, that tie around that they're not a talent management system by the way when you hear talent management system they their talent development platforms that's in marketing only they're not so they're not the same thing you know the the challenge that you have of course with talent development is then you start developing almost more on the hr side that's a risk for any of them learning those steal the key core piece, which is why I don't think they'll go TMS, but their talent development, you know, uh, it's just an absolutely fantastic system. I actually, I really enjoyed this system. <laughs> That's, you know, I see so many of these systems and there's some that just look like I could be in a medical lab. You know, I think to myself, how as a learner am I going to enjoy this? I enjoyed the Skooks platform. I love the admin side. I liked all the metrics that provided. It was easy to use. The functionalities there wasn't cumbersome. It was slick. It was fast. The learner thing had these little pieces, these little humanization that you lack in these systems, so many systems. I mean, you had in there where if you wanted to, where somebody could identify their dietary requirements. Now, it may not seem like a big deal, but, you know, that gives a human touch to it. And I really like that. And and it's got the playlist kind of design and all those other things with the recommended content and the skills. It's just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful platform. That's why I'm, you know, they talk about bullish, uh, but that's why I'm very excited. I think Skooks is it. Bonus time. I'm going to jump quickly into my 11 to number 20. Here, so we knew about the top 10. Let's hit the 11 to 20. Number 11, Degreed. Number 12, Skilljar. They're a combo system. Uh, they're about 50-50. I know they push heavy with customer education, but they have uh, plenty of employee only. Number 13 is Eurekos. Uh, system watch in 2021. They can do configuration intensiveness, strong, and in B2B, B2C. That means customer education, customer training. Instilled LXP, boy, I really like this. I love Instilled LXP. It's a video-focused LXP, although you can do, you know, you can put SCORM in there, um, AICC, XAPI, CMI5, SCORM122004. You can put all that content in there. It's video strength. It's got a built-in video editing piece I could go on. Watershed LRS on the back end. It's wonderful. Number 15, brainier This employees and customers. It's a combo, feature strong, nice UI, UX. It's under the radar. So I see them heavily for uh, SMB and maybe some enterprise. Number 16, sum total learning management. Uh, it's heavily to employees. I mean, I'm not going to buy this for customer education. Uh, it's still a solid system. I'll tell you right now, the admin side needs another overhaul I don't know why they're using Jasper reporting. I mean, I guess that was popular in the late 90s and they still think they have to. Um, number 17, Gyrus AIM. It's employee focused, feature rich. Number 18 is Core Stage. They play heavily in the association market, nonprofit. Top three association learning systems IMC Learning Suite, another ecosystem, Loss to offer employees, definitely customers doable. And number 20, Learn upon very nice system. UI UX tight. They play inter- enterprise. They do associations. Um, really a wonderful system. I mean, they get a lot of play for customer education. I think there's you know ones that are a little bit better than them. But anyway, that's where it is. You know, look, Moodle's not in there. Moodle's open source. It's free. You can you know do customization for it. And if you're gonna do that. You can go, you know, to like Open LMS. They do a phenomenal, you know, if you're looking for a, a Moodle where you can do heavy customization, whatever, I would go check out Open LMS. Well, anyway, that's it. The top 10 for 2020, uh, top 10 for 2021, plus a bonus of 11 to 20. This is Craig Weiss from the amazing e-learning roadshow. Until next week.